Struggling for purpose for July 30th, 2019. My name is John Wilkerson. And it's been a while since I've released an episode. Like I said previously, that I will be releasing these kind of when I release them. Um, I want to talk a little bit about something that has been on my mind. I mean, not really. It, it's it's come around, and I've heard it mentioned here and there among a number of people, and, and a lot of people are commenting about a lot of these remakes and this nostalgia for the 1980s. Some of the commentary that I've seen is that the people who are now making movies, making comics, making whatever, a lot of these people who are popular right now lived in the 80s. They were young in the 80s, so there's this nostalgia for it. The people who have the most disposable income right now are people my age, people who lived through the 80s, late 70s and the 80s, who grew up during that time. And so we're seeing this resurgence of properties, of movies, of TV shows that came from when we were young. Now, personally, I would rather see a kind of a continuation of those things and not really uh, a reimagining or a revamping of it, but just a continuation of some of those stories. I think that's more interesting. These shot-for-shot, word-for-word remakes that we're seeing, especially coming out of Disney, to me just seem like a money grab. People in power at Disney, people in power at Marvel, people in power wherever you may think they are, they see opportunities to... uh, to rekindle that nostalgia, to take advantage of it, and for people to want to be able to bring their children and say, look, I watched this as a child. Is Wasn't this cool? Now, if I show them a Transformers cartoon from the 80s or a G.I. Joe cartoon or a TV show from the 80s, they're not going to like it. Uh, TV shows are different these days the way that they're focused, the way, the, the way that they're paced. Um, obviously, the costuming is different. The settings are different. Uh, and also, for the most part, some of the messaging that comes out of those shows is a little bit different from the 80s. And so it has to be modernized, which sort of gives a reason for people to remake these shows. I want to think back to when the new Blade Runner movie came out. I was really excited to see that. The reason I was excited to see that was because we were going back to a world that many people loved, but we weren't telling the same story. We were telling a new story. Yes, there were some familiar characters. Yes, there were some familiar settings, but it was a new story in that setting. Unlike a lot of things that we're seeing right now, where it's the same story and they've changed a few of the beats in it, 
in order to, I don't know, uh, freshen it up, liven it up, make it more palatable for today's children or even, I would say, even probably millennials. So what does that mean to us? What does that mean to us as uh, followers of Christ? What does that mean to us, those of us who are struggling to follow Jesus and struggling through uh, life in general with a number of things? Well, here's what I think it means to us. We need to be careful to not get trapped in nostalgia, to not get trapped into thinking like we did when we were younger. Now, obviously, there are some mindsets and some traditions that are timeless, and they probably should be kept. But for the most part, a lot of these things are, I don't know, I, I guess they're not relevant anymore, and they're not relevant for a reason. A lot of times you can look at music that way. You can look at the way books are written. So most importantly, I think we should try and embrace new things. I think we should do that through the lens of our faith and through the lens of where we are in life. If I am a dad raising teenagers, then how I interact with them is going to be differently than if I'm a dad raising toddlers. I'm not going to interact with my teenagers the way I interacted with them when they were toddlers. In the same way, the way we interact with culture, the way we interact with media, sometimes taking a traditional approach is good. Other times that traditional approach can be bad. And so we need to adjust that approach. We need to be adaptive. We need to be agile. You know, all these war, all these business speak terms that you hear, they really are true about us and, and the way we live. So as you're kind of going out there and you're listening to this or watching this and thinking, I don't know, I don't really know what to do with this, John. Look at how you approach a certain topic or content or something like that and see if you're still approaching it the same way. And is the way that you're approaching it fruitful? If the way you're approaching it now is not fruitful, but it was fruitful in the past, it's probably time to adjust. If the way you're approaching it now is, isn't fruitful and it wasn't fruitful in the past, why are you still doing the same thing? So let's consider that. Let's think about that. It's kind of where I'm at with all of my uh, media outlets right now. How did I approach it in the past? Was that fruitful? Is it going to be fruitful now? It's experimenting. I'm making a mess of all of this. So anyway, uh, thanks for watching. I, I might do some commentary on some podcasts that I've listened to recently and just talk about why I think they're important. 
um, whether they're from Christian producers or not. And I think why, you know, why, why you would like it. So, uh, only call to action here is sign up for my newsletter, strugglingforpurpose.com slash newsletter. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to this channel, that's great. But the newsletter is something that I own and it's a platform that I control. All right. It's getting hot and sweaty in this car. I'm going to stop this right now. Thanks for listening. And thanks for sticking me in your ears. Oh, and if you're watching the video, thanks for sticking me in your eyes.